Hello and welcome to episode two of the LGBT Family and Games Community Podcast. My name is James. I am joined by Alex. Hi, Alex. And Jay. <laughs> um, I hope you guys got a chance. We actually posted a promotional video inviting you guys to apply or send in a video to join us here on the podcast as a guest. Um, right now, we're just having conversations in between the three of us, but we'd love to have other people on as well. Um, sounds like Jay has a pretty fun guest coming on. Uh, yeah, he's great. I feel like it's going to be a good time. I feel like the promo video kind of echoes maybe maybe uh, a little bit of the craziness that we might hear from your guest. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, like Alex has met him. Um, okay. He's very eccentric. Um, he, very excitable. <laughs> yeah. And, and to be honest with you, in a way, he's almost uh, quite like Alex. He's in like a lot of detail about things. Okay. Um, but I guess with him doing a lot of the things that he does, it's not really a massive shock on that side. What um, specialty? So he's working on a science project um, that could change things quite well for the better, but it does involve salmon sperm. Okay. Um, he does like conspiracy theories. Conspiracy? Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we Fan can bring bits and pieces and yeah he does he does larping as well which if you guys don't know what that is is essentially just um like medieval role play in real life in mass groups larp stands for um, live action role play okay. i knew that but you know just in case somebody listening if you've ever seen the movie role models that i love it, that movie. it's featured in there quite a lot i love that movie and uh me and my husband always quote um the, there's a guy in there that that just goes around saying lightning bolt lightning bolt so <laughs> So oh, God. quite often we will quote that and you go, lightning bolt, lightning bolt. It is actually a really good movie. I don't think you said you'd seen it, Alex. I actually told you specifically I haven't. Yeah. Um, it's a good movie. You should definitely try it out sometime. It's got it. a oh, really, really good cast in it. It's got the guy that played McLovin, uh, yep. Stifler from American Pie. Um, there's a guy that plays as a child, but he's actually pretty old. But He's been in a lot of Disney movies. Yeah. Um, That's three people I don't, I don't know, know his name. You don't know who... Wait, hang on. So you don't know who McLovin is? Never seen American Pie. Don't know who that is. You don't, McLovin's from Superbad. Oh, You've never seen Superbad? Alex. You're missing Was it Superbad? I might have been why I wasn't watching it. Whoa, it was pretty It was super good. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty bad. It's... it's um. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's silly, but like it... It's, <laughs> it's very it's crass. Like, it's like teenage humor. It's like um, really, yeah. It's it's like a uh, a more edgy version of Napoleon Dynamite. As a non teenager, I wouldn't know what that's like. You're teenage still a, humor. You're still a teenager, aren't you? Or was it? It was your birthday recently, right? Alex has been age four. It was since not my birthday recently. 10. When is your birthday? I'm terrible at birthdays. I'm not a teenager yet. I'm only twelve. You don't become a teenager until you're thirteen. What? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh. I don't know. You don't know? That's I, I mean, again. Alex is like a grandma. There's no way that he's like 12. He goes to bed at like 9 o'clock every night. You didn't know what we were doing for that promo video either. And you were quite upset at me for it. <laughs> that was a mess. The promo video was a bit of a mess, well, but it kind of panned is, out in a funny way. You would have had to have told me for me to have the quality of forgetting like a grandmother. But you never told tell- anyone what they were doing. I didn't tell these guys so- anything. <laughs> Oh, no, I knew what we were doing. I just didn't know why we were doing it. To add context to that, I was working and lifting and moving all of these things, and I had been physically drained, and then my mental energy was draining very quickly as well, to the point where when he asked me to do things, he hit record. He didn't ask me to do things. And so I said, these are the things that I think he wanted me to do. So I'm going to say as many things as I can in five seconds. (laughs) And um, yeah, (laughs) I don't think that me singing the Pokemon theme song got in, but I think that happened. It got covered up by the banjo behind the scenes. Yeah, probably. No, that got cut out. That got cut out out completely. So it was really. If you want to see me singing the theme. 
Like the video. Get, like the get video on YouTube. 200 likes. Like the video on YouTube or, or, or download this on Spotify or iTunes or whatever. And uh, if we hit a certain number, we'll we'll release the video. I'll release it. That's why we need like a Patreon or something. We do. We have one. Heck, if we get enough I'll likes, it. I'll dress no, up. No, I know, but I mean like for the actual podcast it, itself. Good point. Yeah, no, I'll, I will work on that. I will take that home and work on that. But um, I believe... That'd um, be good for like bloopers. I believe that um, we'll also have another guest on uh, very recently, and um, he's going to be a lot of fun. His name's Mars. Um, used to be the owner of the Discord Cave. Um, very great personality. Would be a lot of fun to talk to Mars. And Alex, I think you had somebody to bring on. And then you're ah, uh, so perhaps I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking into possibly inviting a certain artist whose work I've been very fond of ever since I've seen their first post in our server. Um, it'll definitely be great if we can get them on. Although if they aren't able to, that's perfectly fine, but hopefully we can get them. If not, there's definitely no, there's going to be other artists in the future. Yep. So hope so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, check out that promo video and definitely submit uh, any videos to podcast at LGBT fam, uh, org to be considered as a guest on the LFG podcast. If this gets a thousand likes, I'll make sure that the first artist on here is a con artist. Alex, <laughs> Alex, if the, that would actually be quite funny. If we get a thousand likes, then I'll do something crazy. If we find an openly honest con artist that's willing to admit they're a con artist and talk about it. Okay. That in itself would be impressive. I think it's more of the trap. It's more of setting the trap. You look for the con artist and then you catch them in it on the podcast when they think they're no. doing something that'll earn them something. The real con is the person was never a con artist. So speaking of they just lied the whole time. Speaking of con artists. Um mm. I, I actually didn't plan on talking about this, but I'm I'm going to because it's such a crazy story. It, this is absolutely insane. Sure. And this has happened to me um I found out last week that this happened to me and my business, right? Um, so outside of LFG, I, I run, I'm director of operations for a, a franchise business. Um, we got hit with $40,000 and a fraudulent purchase. Ouch. I remember you mentioning that. $40,000. So here's crazy, right? You, you wouldn't think yeah. that a business would fall for this. And we've been in business for years and we've seen these kind of scams and avoided them. Like we usually sniff this stuff out really fast. Yeah. But these guys set up like a ring, like they had multiple phone numbers. They had an email account that was like perfect minus one little word at the end of the, the like legitimate company's email. And they referenced right. the real company's like, employees they set up linkedin accounts for company employees so when we searched the email the fake email the only thing fake about them were their phone numbers and email everything like the information was all real like you could search the names on the website they'd pop up you search the email on google and a linkedin would come up but we shipped them okay we shipped them forty thousand dollars worth of product and we found out last week that the domain name that they used to send the emails is from August. It was registered in August of this year. Right. And then we started like asking for payment and stuff. They're not going to pay us. So I, I, I filed a police report, right? So I'm sitting there. I, I write out a whole police report with a deputy. And, yeah. you know, like I, I provide like all the information. I call... Uh, the freight company that came and like picked up the batteries. Cause this was like, these are big batteries, like to get to $40,000 in batteries, like massive batteries. They're, yeah. They're like 160 pounds a piece. And they ordered like 50 of them. Um, so I'll call the freight company and they're like, no, you know, that's not the company that, that ordered this, but the, the company that did, you know, they've been shipping a bunch of stuff across the United States and they're a pretty new customer of ours. And they're like, we're kind of worried about it too. Now that you bring this up as potentially fraud. I'm like, uh, yeah, potentially fraud. So I got an Never. email. I got an email today. Today. I got an email from, um, the, uh, the sheriff's office that was supposed to be investigating this for us. Sorry. We've closed your case. 
They just gave up on it. In a week. Why? I don't know why. I, I don't know. So they just basically didn't chase it. <laughs> like, we're going to obviously follow up with, like, the FBI and stuff. This is too much money. Just yeah, let of it course. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I have no idea. Like, I, I even, I was so mad when I got that email. I drafted out this, like, really mean, you know, really mean email. Like, since you guys are incompetent and can't do your job, you know, maybe I need to mm. go to the media or, you know, maybe I need to go to the the FBI. The, the, they might actually be able to investigate something you know, other than their own laziness. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming, um, obviously, with how much it was worth, um, yeah. although it would still cost you money that it was insured in some way. Nope. Oh, really? So, oh, okay. insur- like, unless you have a specific insurance writer, yeah. we don't have a writer for this specific scenario. We have a writer okay. for, like, if as an employee, like if I went in and I stole that much, you know, worth of product from the company. So if it was stolen from the actual premise rather than, no, right. Yeah, if it was stolen from the actual premise or if, if like I, as an employee stole from the company, they would be covered for that. But, yeah. you know, that's never going to happen. It would make no sense for me to do that. But um, No, of course. But yeah, absolutely. Just crazy, <laughs> insane, and, and trying to talk like... Uh, the like I, I didn't even talk to a detective like you would think that they would at yeah. least talk to me and interview me ask me what happened nope I, I left two voicemails no response no phone call didn't talk to anybody i only talked to the deputy guy that just sat there and handed me a, a triplicate form so that i could fill it out like a carbon copy form that i i you mm. know wrote what happened and that's it that's all they did that is the extent of their investigation how sad Definitely a shame. I mean, you've got to wonder. I mean, I'm sure they have other things that are going on that are important. Oh, I'm sure. But at the same time, how many things can you have going on that you can't look into this yeah. very expensive crime? This is a lot of money. Like, we had... Um, so, I've actually had to do, like, three, three or four police reports. Like... We had check fraud. Some lady came in and like wrote $300 worth of bounce checks between two of our stores. And right. like, I was like, okay, I don't expect really to get the 300 bucks back. Like it is what it is. It's, it's hard to track something like that down. And even if you track the person down, they're not going to have the money to pay for it. So, I mean, you're SOL, but, um, you know, we've, we've also had, we had a situation where somebody actually like broke into our location in the middle of the night and stole our cash register. And that was 200 bucks. Right. Uh, and and yeah, of course, yeah. nothing came of that. We had cameras. We had an alarm system. I really? They fingerprint. Oh, yeah. Nothing came of that. And I was like, you know what? Okay, fine. You know, maybe they didn't get the right kind of footage for the the camera or whatever to track the person down. It is what it is. Like, that's 200 bucks. Whatever. Yeah. Right. And then we had somebody actually, like, rip batteries off the shelf. We had a group of people come in at, at one time. And... Uh, they just like suddenly like three of the five people that just walked into our store just suddenly picked up car batteries and walked out the door into their car and started driving. And, you know, again, the police did nothing about that. And so I was like, you know, those three things, I kind of understand it. Fine. You know, whatever. Uh, $40,000. But 40 grand. I mean, do you know where it was being shipped? I know the exact address. And, and because I talked to that freight company, like they have the proof of delivery, they know who ordered it, and you know they haven't gotten paid for the freight. That's kind of part of the problem, but they know the company that allegedly ordered the freight, you know, to have the product move from point A to point B. Um, mm. There's a domain name. So is that still in the U.S.? Yeah, yeah. It went to so then, could you not talk to that police department? <clears throat> no. So I think what the problem is is that it crosses too many. Um, State lines, state lines, but also what are they called? Um, jurisdictions. It's right, too yeah. many jurisdictions. So I think in this case, we, we probably are going to have to talk to the FBI, um, which again is kind of crazy that you'd have. Yeah, that is insane. What I thought was that the like the sheriff's office, if they couldn't handle it, that they would like automatically have some type of mechanism built in to communicate. To it yeah, on. so that it's not like I have to then go report this incident again to another entity like it just yeah. starts like that's 
generally how any hierarchy works. If someone can't solve it, it will then get pushed to a higher team. That's what I would solved, expect, but, yeah. right? Like, I, I mean, you're, yeah. you're in business. You're you're a professional. Like that. That's generally how like a, a business structure works. Like if you don't have the answer, yeah. it goes on to the next person. Um, and eventually yeah. it gets to the highest person and, you know, then you're kind of SOL, but it's just, it's just Yeah, that's just bizarre. It's, but know, I, I guess it's kind of because they're two separate entities in a way. Yes. So although they're serving for the same reason, um, two completely different branches. What if this is Ocean's 21? Is it, of that? Alex, what? I think what? it is. I, I wonder who's going to be in this one. I wonder who's going to be in this one. Well, I mean, they had Rihanna in the last one, right? Was Rihanna? I mean, Wait, how are you going to top Rihanna? So was this, um, I don't know. what was the most recent Probably one? Kylie Jenner. 10? Kim K. Was it 10 or what was the, what was the number? Ocean's 11, I think was Rihanna. The, no, the Ocean's 11 was. I thought there was an Ocean's 12. There's Ocean's 8. There's Ocean's 11. Ocean's Those 8. Those are the ones Ocean's that 8. I know of. Ocean's 8 would have been the one that had Rihanna. Because Ocean, uh, Ocean's Eleven. That was the one with all the women, and I need to see it because I love women. So it goes all the way up to 13. Yeah, 11, 12, 13, but then they went down to 8. And then the newest one is Ocean's 8, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I actually love the Ocean series. They're really good. Never seen a single one. No, me neither. I wonder if one has Kiki Palmer. I I would have thought that I should have watched by now. I just never got around to it, so I didn't. Watch yeah, I have that with a lot of movies. They're very good. The Halloween movies, Nightmare on Elm Street movies, Freddy movies. Or wait, are mm. those the same thing? I don't know. Yeah. Um But you have well you have seen um you have seen something that I haven't seen. Um I've seen Bly Manor and I wanted to talk about that because it's really, really, really good. Um yeah. I was scared. Um I mean that's not saying much because any kind of scary movie scares me, but I, I made my husband go turn off the yeah um very very good movie um there is some lgbt representation so i i'm loving that a lot of this the stuff that i'm seeing recently does have like lgbt represented in the movies um and there's good cultural representation as well um and it's not always tokenism either and i mean a lot of the times you find yeah sure they'll have an lgbt character but they are either a stereotype or a token character, and it's a lot less common. So nice to see that. So I highly recommend it. Um, it it reminded me a lot of it had kind of a similar feel to like the American Horror Story, but it was definitely more creepy. I will definitely say I. I'm not going to be the best person to review Bly Manor as I've only seen drag queens laugh at it. (laughs) But what I will say is even from the snippets I saw them laugh at, it was far more horrifying than I've ever seen American Horror Story be. It was pretty good. There were some spooky spots, but American Horror Story is more of a story. It's an overarching thing in the sense of you're learning about these people and sure there's definitely going to be some mystical or supernatural things that happen, but they also try and write these characters as interesting human beings where it seems like in Bly Manor, not to say that they aren't interesting human beings, but they seem especially focused on the horror aspect and not as much just necessarily on supernatural or ghosts or things like that. I think you'd be surprised actually, if you watched it, it, Certainly, it has more emphasis on the spooky ooky stuff than American Horror Story. The ooky spooky ding dang dooky watamaluki. Um, yeah, I would agree. It's rhyming now. Rhyming. <laughs> um, no, not again. Not again. Not again. Not again. Okay. Not again. I mean, during that whole thing, I was just in Never some again. weird tired trance. Um, the promo, yeah. I think Alex was as well because it was Alex's bedtime when it was like 3 a.m. for me. So we kind of both balanced out weirdly in this sort of time. I'd just gone back to work for like the first day in quite a few days. um, And it was a really long day. And then I also knew I had to be up the next day for like 6 (laughs) a.m. I was just like, this isn't it. This isn't it. Um, And then there's me saying, full steam ahead, guys. Let's go. 
Yeah, let's record let's something. Do it. So you, and then I kept turning on yeah, and off the record button. <laughs> yeah, we just did whatever. And um, you took it. And I said to you earlier, I watched it and I enjoyed it. And I also didn't enjoy it because <laughs> most of it's a bit of a blur to me, to be honest. But um, Yeah, it's... Um... Again, I said that I sang the Pokemon theme song. I also praised the light of which was Miles. I yeah. Miles had a cameo in the promo. God. Yeah. yeah. No, he was the yeah. best thing about it. Honestly, best, best character. Miles should become the main and only host of this podcast. <laughs> I thought it was. It funny. should be you, the Miles show this, talking to Miles. This thing where you were like. Yes, I was praising him. Yeah, I was basking yeah, in his voice moment when Miles had their own voice. I knew when I did the thumbnail I... for YouTube, I had to find that spot where <laughs> I was basking in the glorious light. Um, but yeah, I mean, going back to what you were saying, obviously, um, yeah. So I'd seen Hill House. I haven't watched Bly House. I've heard a mixture of reviews about it. So you were saying earlier, some people don't like it. Some people do. When we weren't recording, you guys but, were saying that Hill House was the same actor. Like it's like, yeah. I think I don't know whether there's maybe one or two different people, but to my understanding, it is the same cast. It's just completely different story, but similar concept. Okay. Um, I don't know what Bly House is like, but Hill House is kind of psychological. Yeah, there's ghosts and things like that. Um, and it's all very like tight knit family um, sort of stuff. Okay. So I'm putting I won't it on my spoil list. it, obviously, for you. Yeah, no, I'm putting you haven't it on seen my it list. at all, but um, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it quite a lot. And then I mentioned in in the last in episode one of the podcast, I mentioned Lovecraft Country. And oh yeah, uh, Alex. I think you said that like the, a lot of people said that it kind of. Like, oh yeah, I heard not great things about it. I heard that the first episode was good and it died down. But I am sorry, about you you were misinformed. It was really good. I actually really liked that. That um, we we finished it um, in between recording, last recording, and doing this. Um, it was really really good. Also, there is LGBT representation in that one. Well, I think I did hear of that. Um, They've got really great representation (laughs) out of the gate. I mean, when you look at the poster, it's two main black characters. That's great. And I mean, it's not it. It doesn't look like they're trying to say, hey, this is why you should watch the show. They're saying this is a good show. These are great characters. Come watch it. It doesn't feel like they are trying to capitalize on that necessarily that idea of that like again it comes into play with the idea of people using stereotypes and tokenism etc um i've yeah. never gotten that vibe from it no and i don't think that's the case i've uh, never heard of this and it's probably because it's not like game of thrones big and it's hbo so uk doesn't really get too much viewership on that sort of stuff um i can get it on amazon prime video though but um, it's after the generally book. speaking, looking at the um, reviews on it, um, it's ninety percent from Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty damn high. Um, I expected so, I expected one of those stupid like cliffhangers at the end. Yeah, and I will say they didn't really like. There is still an opportunity to expand upon that into like a second season. But, but it ended well. It ended well. It wasn't just like I, I hate it. I hated <laughs> yeah. cliffhangers, or, or, where it doesn't yeah. make sense. Like you could kind of tie it up and then go on to another story. Ah, oh, crap! My thing's gonna be backwards. I didn't think of that when I wrote it. No, it was the right way around. So, uh, so Alex, for anybody who's just listening to the audio, Alex has done a little drawing and um, what was the? Uh, I couldn't read the text. You Check out podcast.lgbtfam.org. <laughs> that's not right, though. It's Yeah, that's not even a thing. Yeah, that's not a thing. You just made oh, up a link. That's the one that you have on YouTube. No, it's, at least it's, you're trying. it's an email, podcast at lgbtfam.org. You should just put the Discord link, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but, it's yeah, okay. I mean, I'm cute. I can get away with it. Uh, so Certainly. it looks like it's a horror drama. Yes. Well, okay. eh, um, horror sci-fi drama. That's what it's classed as, anyway. Horror sci-fi drama fantasy. Um, okay, so it is actually based on um, H.P. Lovecraft novel. Yeah. Or at least his ideas. Probably. Yeah. Interesting. 
And I will say they, uh, you know, again, I said this last time, they, they really do dive into uh, racial inequality and I think they represent it very well. I'm, I'm sure um, black people or African-American people. Yeah. It is probably very difficult to watch. It is very difficult for me to watch because it is sickening. Um, I think it's sickening in a good way, in an educational way about hard yeah, to watch the treatment but of difficult racism. to watch and or hard to watch but important to watch and i will say with the representation of lgbt in this particular show it is relative to the time period in which okay. being lgbt was not acceptable so you yeah. you do hear the f bomb dropped and not you know, lightly uck you know you, you hear the English cigarette okay. version. <laughs> um, I mean, which I will probably give it a try sometime. Um, so it's good reviews. You've recommended it. Um, you're trying English. You're trying English cigarettes. I thought you got off of them. I'm so, sorry. <laughs> I was trying to reference the word without saying it because even though I don't really mind not being completely politically correct, I personally don't like that word. It's not a word that I enjoy either. It, and it was very jarring. Like, you know, I'm hanging out, you know, watching this with my husband and then, you know, that gets dropped on me. I'm like, Ooh. okay. It's like, oh, hi <laughs> went there. there. You know, they didn't pull punches. Uninvited guest wearing a disgusting cologne. But, you know, I, I, I do think they didn't dwell on that. I, I do think that they did a, a phenomenal job. Uh, they developed the characters really well. You got attached to people. You got mad at people. And I'm ignoring the clone comment because it was so off the wall. And I know that Alex likes to do this. It's just so stupid. It it really is. But, you know, it's Alex. That's what Alex does. I just didn't. So what what am I? I'm I'm the comedic dumb. But Nobody called you specifically dumb. True. You just choose to say dumb things. <laughs> mm-hmm. You sat mm-hmm. there and consciously made that decision. You weren't like, spur of the moment, I'll just say this. <laughs> Sperm of the moment? Are we going to talk that, about your friend no, soon? We're not, we can talk about my friend soon again if you really want. <laughs> I, <don't. laughs> I mean, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. But he is we'll a great guy. Well, I mean, he's a sperm guy, so that's what salmon, salmon sperm. Yeah, but it's, it, it, it's for a great cause anyway. It is really. I mean, I, I when don't you know think of specifics. lactose intolerant people. I mean, yes, there's some options that are generally, I think, fine. But I mean, this could be very, very helpful to creating other products, like maybe certain types of milk, like almond milk. I don't know exactly yeah. how well it does in but creating ice cream but essentially to clarify he's trying to find a way to remove lactose from milk so people with lactose intolerant can actually just drink milk and it will essentially taste exactly the same yeah um obviously like there's plenty of substitutes for other things but lactose intolerant people don't really have many options to go to in that case um speaking of milk and they definitely he's don't just taste funded like by the government to do it um Sounds like it's quite promising. Um, I know he's been approached by quite a lot of scientists essentially saying that milk companies may actually attempt to try and buy this off of you um, so they can market it themselves and things like that. Um, no, what they'll so- do a, a lot. Well, they in this case, they might try to market it. But like, um, I know that there was somebody who invented a tire that like wouldn't puncture. That was bought right. by the tire companies. What a shock can't buy them you know like it would last too long so it's not on the market yeah i don't know that all tire companies would be that interested in buying it i mean you've got to be tired of buying all of those after a while right i'm gonna my god all right we're gonna have to create a counter i'm gonna have to create like a stupid joke counter (laughs) are you really going to try that with me (laughs) it'd take too much time i'd be counting all Um, of them Okay, well, I don't even know where to go with YouTube right now. Like, what is, what is Let's this? Let's talk about the gaming industry. Alex, calm down on the puns. You can't hit two in a row. That's wrong. <laughs> I want to hit five in a row. I, I don't thought it was want four you to in a do row. that. I thought that's what the game was. 
No, no. I've never no. heard of or, that. Or are we I paying, this might be an old person thing. You're talking about Connect 4. Connect 4. It's not called 4 in a row. What about Tic-Tac-Toe? <laughs> you failed at it. No, we're not. No, Tic-Tac-Toe no. is three in a row. But, I mean, yeah, you're probably right. A lot of companies that are like um, quite high up in the industry probably do want to remove things like that. But then, yeah, milk companies, I don't understand why they would do that. Obviously, it only benefits them to basically gain more customers essentially by doing so. Yeah, no, I, I kind of thought through it after I said it. I was like, eh, for, for this yeah, particular I mean, application, you, it's fine. Um, if you said to Apple or something, you know, we can make literally an indestructible glass that will be able to go on smartphones, they'd be like, oh, fuck, hell no. Yeah. All right. They will They will remove they that. They want screens they to burn. repair. Yeah, 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 yeah. They make uh, more money off of it. Yeah, it would. They, they make more money off having fragile phones. They've actually made the new iPhone 12, so you physically cannot get it repaired by a third party. And then not only that, those other things like the Joy-Con um, lawsuit has been going on for years now because of a thing called Joy-Con Drift. A lot of people will have to either purchase new Joy-Cons or send them in for repairs. But then with COVID, there was a long time where they couldn't even send them in for repairs. This has been going on for ages. And um, companies work in a way that will make it so that they can get their devices broken and only they can be the people to repair them. It's a really bogus industry. I mean, a lot of industries bogus, but there's a lot of it that's good too. Well, so speaking of gaming industry and <laughs> Jay, it might just be the internet quality thing, man. Um, oh, there we but, go. There you go. So speaking of the gaming industry, I know you, you guys were kind of talking about this, and I, I think I tend to agree um, with where you were going about kind of the change that we've seen over the last... How many years has this been? Like, like Well, the gaming industry. Like five to ten years, roughly? Oh, no. I, I mean, when I brought that up, I'm talking about even like to PS2, PS1. Oh, really? Um well, I mean, if you think about just the general concept of games, when you bought a game for a PS1 or a PS2, the ones that didn't include the online thing, yeah. you were buying a game for the entirety of that game, yep. and that would be that for however long it would take for them to either release a new game or there just wouldn't be one. Whereas now, you buy a game, it's probably in beta or something, uh, and it probably will be for the next two or three years, you don't get the entirety of the game. They'll release a DLC. You then have to pay additionally for that on top of it. They'll, They'll probably add a battle part in that increases the gameplay or the enjoyment of it or something. Yeah, and then they'll add microtransactions. Granted, cosmetics doesn't really bother me so much, um, but there are things, obviously, that a lot of games add that... Um, the original Battlefront 2. Yeah. Originally, in Battlefront 2, you there were these loot chests sort of things in which you could access new things to empower your characters and unlock new characters. Yeah. But you could purchase those. And therefore there was a large group of people who would purchase a bunch of those, have everything in the game and completely wipe out anybody who was trying to earn it over time. Yeah. Um, it's still tough in that game to start out new. Cause you have to like, Get cards. I've completely lost interest in it, oh, really? largely to the, due to the fact that the, the warfare of it... I've played all of the Battlefronts except for the sequel to the original, um, being the second, like the remake of Battlefront 1. I've never played that one. But Battlefront 1 and Battlefront 2, the originals, and the current Battlefront 2, the largest difference is the way that it feels like it fights. It doesn't feel like there's a bunch of strategy. What you're doing is you're finding people, shooting them, and going. You're not trying to find cover. You're not trying to think of what weapon you should use against them. Yeah. All you're doing is you're basically Leroy Jenkins. It You're like running out there trying to do as much damage as you can and hope to God that you're not going to get hit, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. I, could, I, I feel that. In... Yeah. Old in Battlefront 2, on Geonosis, mm. you could find a good point on the map and snipe, and you could do a lot of damage from that. I've done that. And then if somebody if there was an enemy who noticed you, then they would hunt you down. It's 
it took it took thought and there was a lot of more creativity that you could have because don't get me wrong these new maps these new game uh game modes in battlefront they're all decently fun they're all decently creative but it just it doesn't feel the same the graphics are probably the only thing that i really enjoy about the game i think it looks really good I would much rather that clean polish on the original two games than I would. Well, like a remaster. Not even a remaster. They should Mm -hmm. recreate the game from scratch using those new models, etc. New engine and new models, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They did release. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. They released the new Star Wars, the uh, Squadrons. That actually does seem oh, yeah. to be very good. Oh, yeah, play that for a little bit, and yeah. And another game that they did really well, um, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. An incredibly good yeah. story, no microtransactions, which is a problem with EA. Um, so it's... I got to share a story about this, because I actually played that game. And um, Fallen Order has a new meaning to me, because I fell out of the map. I mean, and well, the game do you mean you sunk through the like earth? Or? Yeah, I fell behind a mountain, and then I kept falling. Oh, that does happen. And then I kept falling, and I kept oh, falling. Oh, you just didn't and die. And it kept saving, and I couldn't get out. You became one with the force. But I haven't finished the game. Wow. <laughs> because I am and that's just where the it strongest is. Jedi that's ever lived. I am stuck in the middle of a canyon, and I can't get out of it. <laughs> they, the, the good thing about that game, though, I do like, is they... I don't... To my understanding, anyway, I haven't played it in quite a while, but after I completed it, which was pretty early after it came out, um, they did actually release like extra content. So there's like mini games and things like that you can but do. But they didn't put a price thing on it, did they? No, no. They just threw it out as an update and that was it. I think they've learned their lesson. Um, For the most part. Actually, yeah. if we're going to talk about DLC, Pokemon is a prime example of the changes over time because. I mean, there were some things that you could get. Like, there was a sort of quote-unquote DLC because there was, like, a card reader on, I think it was one of the Game Boys, in which you would scan it and then you would get Mew or one of the other mythical Pokemon. But to say, to, to start things out, I think Pokemon is a very interesting game. I enjoyed the story of this most recent game. I think that it's got a lot of really great things for newcomers, which is what they want because it's on a new system and they have a bigger audience with the Switch. Yeah. But the issues with the models, if people have looked into it at all, in Gen 7, they created an entire library of Pokemon models so that they can then just put them into the next game and they wouldn't have to worry about recreating things. They would have all of these models stored so that they could just be used and completely dedicate their focus to new content. And then we look into this new game. Doesn't look any better than the other ones did. Looks exactly the same, but they're saying it took a large amount of time as well as it takes a lot of file space and that we're not getting all of the Pokemon because they don't have the models. Right. And then come to find out they're using they're using practically the same models. And okay. it's just it's ridiculous. And I mean, looking even further into it, I mean that's that's another issue with their storage of space. They would in Gen 7, if there was a character in a certain area and yeah. that they wanted to appear depending on what time it was. They had that code for that character written into every single spot rather than taking that code and putting it in different places. There was a Lily in every single part of code where she would be standing like in one island area rather than reusing it from a folder of some sort and pulling it and pulling the model in. They just had so many copies. It's ridiculous. That's actually programming 101. I mean, that's like... We developed the uh, the Yori. Well, it, exactly. It's ridiculous to think that this multi-billion-dollar company, the biggest franchise in the world, being Pokemon, that's the most high-selling yeah. franchise in existence, or at least recorded existence, and they can't afford can't afford to make their game look good. They can't afford to have all of their creatures in it, which is the entire point of the game. Gotta catch them all. And 
the way that they get you is by saying, we'll give you some more of the Pokemon if you buy the extra bit. When yeah. this is already $20 more than it would have been on the old con- uh, the old consoles that it was on. A Switch game is $60, and that makes sense. But you are asking, you're taking away, and then you're putting a paywall between what you already had cheaper and more accessible, and for a lot of people, far more entertainingly held in something else. Yeah, They're charging for nostalgia. Um, but yeah, it's surprising that they didn't use abstraction. That's that's actually the term is where you basically hide some code away into a, you know a different location and you pull on that code uh, repeatedly. And, and and like I said, we use it with the bot in LFG Yori. Um, whenever you like pull up the help menu, there's like a little pagination thing where you can like go through the menu. Like that's repeated yeah. throughout the whole code. Or get a success. And don't get me wrong. Yeah, I um I adore this game partially because this is my first mainline game. I mean, technically some people say P- let's go Pikachu is one. I disagree with that. It's a remake. It was, very clearly. It was, it was a remake. Um, this is my first introduction into the series and they did some really great things for me in the sense that they have the raid dens, like especially in the crown tundra with the, um, the max raid adventure things in which you can possibly find legendary Pokemon, which I would have had to have purchased all of these old consoles to gain. I am able to access the things that I wasn't able to. Yeah. I am able to not only experience that, but there's all of these new things like there are new forms of Pokemon that I used to want to catch. And now I think, wow, these are even cooler. Like my very first favorite was Rapidash. That was my favorite when I watched the Mewtwo movie when I was in second grade and I really wanted it. And I got that. That was my first Pokemon card. Come to today, they have reinvented that Pokemon in this whole new way. And I love it because it suits exactly what I like in that sort of creature. And they're doing so many great things but the issue is they're not putting money into the place that makes the most sense, which is maintaining their old work and sort of their reputation of having decent games. When you look at it, the story was pretty well written. The idea of this area, which is based off of Britain, a place that's highly influenced by football in Europe or soccer in the U.S., with Pokemon battles being like that, that big event compared to the last generation as well, They have all of these interesting ideas, these great concepts that feel kind of lessened by the fact that they didn't put their money into the graphics that they could have had. They didn't put their money into the proper coding that they could have had. And they put a paywall between something that we should have already had in the first place. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't understand the concept really of DLC apart from obviously some games obviously like call of duty and things like that is to keep people interested because the game is generally pretty repetitive unless i will say the reason that they say for this is they don't want to make a third game i understand why that's the case i would have rather just bought a third game i would have rather bought a third game because a in the third game they will usually merge both of the games in a sort of way that you can get either something new that you couldn't have gotten in either or like how you gain how you can only get some in one game versus the other you can get them in both or you can get both of them in one there's a lot of good things that are being missed out because of that yeah yeah 100 percent. but i mean this has been going on for a long long time it was only really when um console games started merging into the online zone um and then from there, mixing into the PC platform, um, MMORPGs have existed since 96, I think. Yeah. And um, I think even the original one of those is a subscription basis yeah. with a cash shop built into it. Um, all the old ones are essentially pay-to-win games, and they were all successful at it as well um, during their time period because nobody had really ex- like experienced that before and didn't really understand it. Um, so they have kind of 
bred this environment because everyone else has kind of looked at it and then it's kind of evolved into this point where it's kind of like, well, how can we do it in a way where we're not making everyone overpowered or imbalancing the game dramatically, but what we are doing is putting something in there that makes people feel like I should probably get that, even though maybe I don't need to. I feel like it will benefit me to have it in some way. I will say and that comes up on a lot of battle passes. That's what I mean, yeah. XP boosts. Um, I can't stand things like passes. that. I, I, I personally don't no, like I don't like battle passes. Um, I felt like recently, like, and I'm sure this has always been the case for Lee because it's a free to play game and this is how they make money. But I, I felt like they had like back to back like events. Um, Actually, yeah. the difference you bring up this thing of League, they used to not have battle passes. They've had events for a long time. And even this new mission idea is sort of still new in the relativity of things. Like this is a 10 year game and I, I'm not mad with their battle passes in the sense that everything you're getting is entirely cosmetic. You're not getting some incredible power over Mm -hmm. each other, but at the same time, I, I think if you want something, you should probably be able to just get it. If you work for it, I like the idea that if you want something hard enough, you'll spend a smaller amount of money than you might need to and be able to work for it. But I don't like how in a lot of games, what they do is they'll make a battle pass in which there's some nice things near the bottom, but you need to play all the time to get to the place that you get something interesting and you need to do things, you need to buy other things to help you get there. The game, the yeah. Game, I mean, I there is one game that I think has done DLC right, like which game? right, and it's Dead by Daylight. I know I've talked about it before, but I think that they have done a phenomenal job. They release DLC that does change the game. It's not just purely cosmetic. There's a, a mechanical change to the game, but it's not a pay to win. I mean, yeah, you don't have it, to get it. I mean, the newer content, just like any like new character, is usually kind of OP. From like the killer standpoint, okay. but, but, but they do get scaled down. Yeah, they get scaled down, which is natural. That's like all online games. They they tend to release them like really OP at first and then back them down. Um, <clears throat> but I feel like they've done a phenomenal job. And I, I am so thrilled that instead of releasing Dead by Daylight 2. They did a graphics update. Yeah, the graphics update that a they did was phenomenal. Update. Major. I mean, y- you look from a month ago on a map to now it's incredibly different. I'm getting lost on some of the maps because even though I get generally what it's supposed to be, I'm so used to looking at it the way that it used to be. And I definitely agree that they do decent DLC very well. And they don't just, this is sort of like what I think of as I mortal Kombat is something that I sort of relate this to in a sense with the idea of these new characters, what they do is they not only bring interest back in their game, but they bring interest back into other franchises. Um, of course, there's... Um, what was it? The Upside Down. It's... Stranger Things. Um, Stranger Things. Yep. Stranger Things, hugely popular. And I don't know exactly when the DLC came out, but it not only brought people in who might be interested in that i myself was largely interested in the game because i could play nancy i i had interest in it because of that or if people like the halloween franchise laurie strode and michael myers that not only pays homage to an older series and an actress who had an incredible performance jamie lee curtis is incredible that brings back the focus to them as well as it introduces people who might have liked that but not known of Dead by Daylight to Dead by Daylight. It's a really brilliant model of maintaining two franchises yeah. without really damaging or competing with each other. But I think some of these games, like I feel like how old is World of Warcraft? How old is Final Fantasy fourteen? Like I Yeah. I don't think it's too. It might be, um, but I feel like they've kept like the same. Like they just keep like expanding the story under the same name. Like at what point do you just go ahead and release? Like at that point, please release another game. Like please. Like I, yeah. I love Final Fantasy. I I think 
14, the, the MMO of Final Fantasy is like okay, but there is certainly a lot of, of pay to win, um, or at least yeah. to do better. Like in order to get more storage, you have to pay for like retainers, but that actually can advance you in the game more. And then, yeah. And every MMO is kind of at fault nowadays anyway, because pretty much everyone, even if they don't have a cash shop, um, there's probably a person selling it. Yeah. you could buy it from and get away with incomplete honesty. Obviously it's probably going to be against majority of the games um, that are out there's rules, but it doesn't stop people from doing it. Thousands and thousands do on a daily basis. Final Fantasy will ban um, people that do it, but it is so easy to do it like under the radar. They have to get can, caught. Yeah. People do it all the time under the radar. You kind of have to be dumb to get caught. Um, yeah. But they, their housing system in that MMO is completely broken. Like, you can't get a. You can when nobody's playing the game until, like, other things yeah. come out because they lose their house. But, like, that's where I think you can certainly have people pay for something. Like, I thought it was cool that you could buy a house in the game. So I would mm. have paid money, like cash, not game currency, to be able to have a house. And then they can then support their servers that they need to run their housing system. And to me, that yeah. makes a lot more sense than some of the like item storage in a game takes up no server space. Absolutely zero. It, it, it's so yeah. small. It's a database yeah. entry. I think um, going back to World of Warcraft, the thing is I'm not like a massive player of it and it's not that I didn't want to. It was just one of those games that I um, I played the beta for it, but then I was so young at the time when it initially came out that I didn't have money. Yeah. Uh, so I ain't going to be paying for no subscription. Um, I was the same way. I think I was 11 when I tried to play it, and I couldn't pay for that. How was yeah. I going to say, hey, it, it, mom, can you like, put money for this video game where I basically earn getting to play the game? Yeah, it's it's like $120 a year, I think. $10 a month, yeah. Um, it's, it's just not um, like a viable thing for most kids. I mean, anyone that did play it as a kid, you were pretty privileged, I'll be honest. Yeah, well, uh, Ultima Online, so I'm, I'm showing my age, but like the first MMO that I heard of was Ultima Online, and one of my friends played that. Um, and his his yeah. family did really well, so he didn't have to worry about money. But I asked my parents, and they're like, no way. Yeah. When I no way. was a kid, they had the Star Wars The Clone Wars MMORPG. And you could either do a subscription or you could buy the action figures and get a month from each action figure. And I think that was a, a smart model. It wasn't a great model for parents who didn't want to have to buy their kids freaking toys all the time but I'm ac- I was actually disappointed when I later tried to go back and look for it and it was gone because I was like I must have had at least 150 of those characters I probably could have been set for a life with my subscription for that just because of how much my parents were like oh hey we'll get you this $7 thing and it's like the $7 things add up yeah so. yeah does anybody remember um, Beanie Babies, or is that after your guys' times? No, I do. That's I far do. after my time. I had, like... Wait, uh, far after my a, time. I, I'm after your time, sorry. It was a craze when I was a kid. Yeah, my, yeah. my late aunt had a collection of them, um, like an insane collection of them at one point. It was, like, ridiculous. I think my parents... Trixie Mattel collects Barbie dolls. I think my parents still had my Beanie Babies. I think I had, like, close to 300. I've been collecting Barbie dolls myself was, since was I was insane. like seven. But they were cute as shit. <laughs> they were really cute. Oh, they were just simplistic in my opinion. Buddy, they were just different colors. Buddy, the platypus. But I mean, they had little stories on the heart. So be it. Okay, but Perry I mean, is far better than Platy. I, I wonder if they've grown in price over time. Perry the platypus. I don't think they've appreciated in price because that was the thing. Like I kept them and I kept the tags like protected. But I don't yeah. think I'm actually curious now, so I'm actually going to look this up. Up, beanies, beanie babies. Um, they were similar stuff. That's the thing. I was thinking the old Pokemon cards obviously go for a lot, but obviously Pokemon's a much much bigger franchise. But I mean, I have some a really old Suicune card 
but it's a bit damaged, so I probably couldn't get anything for it. It's a bit yeah, disappointing. Yeah, you need to get it PSA'd and all that sort of stuff. Holy! I do have um, a shiny Glaceon card, but... Oh, I'm calling yeah. my parents. Uh, Steg, who's ugly, is a Stegosaurus. Uh, $50,000. Uh, How dare you? Rainbow, $49,000. Curly, I had a Curly. $45,000. Twigs. Twigs was That's cute. Insane. Twigs was cute. Twigs was the draft. Twigs is going for $45,000. And Pinchers, I thought Pinchers was stupid. Uh, that was the crab. Uh, $34,900. I think you just ask for them back. Uh, so, San, tell me, how much is Stitches going for? <laughs> I uh, I don't know, because um, I destroyed my Animal Crossing Island, and I, I need to play it. Don't even bring it up. Don't even bring it up. No, no, no. I feel bad now. They do not need to. Yeah, you should. But you I, killed them. I had ugly villagers. And I need to get rid of them. You, you can tell them to leave if you don't want it them, but taking, you murdered them. It was taking too long. I had too many, like, frumpy villagers. <laughs> you could have cheated. You could have cheated the game. You could have time skipped. I didn't time. I didn't want to time. Okay, so I would rather restart the you game. You didn't want to cheat. You'd <laughs> rather murder. You'd rather mur- okay. I don't consider rather. It, I don't consider it. Hold, hold on, hold on. Let's go with this. Let's go with this philosophy idea of yours. Rather than <laughs> just steal someone's idea and not give them the credit, you'd murder them and take their idea. This is what you're saying. I, I don't know. This is what you're telling. I don't know if that metaphor really not works. What, there is a large amount of gravity to these creatures' lives, and you do not understand <laughs> that, and you do not <laughs> appreciate that, and I will. <laughs> No, James just deleted an imaginary universe that doesn't exist. They have worth. They are people. They deserve life, just like me and you. I am I sorry, like but he it. murdered them. Which reminds me to my topic that I was talking about. So, World of Warcraft, the reason that does bother me, because of the subscription basis, the people that have been playing it, majority of them have been playing it for years. Long time. Yeah. Very long time. Um, they're then counter over, I think it may have been last year, is to then release World of Warcraft Classic after they'd decided to shut down all of the private servers that were running World of Warcraft Classic and start charging people a subscription separately for that one. Um, rather than making a game or at least updating the current game to functionality that's actually competitive with other MMOs, um, like... For me, if you try and play that, my friend convinced me to play Legion, which I think came out in 2018 or something. And going from playing like current or at least like 2015 onward MMOs to trying to play World of Warcraft, functionality is completely different and it's like playing with a brick. I Um, played DC Universe Online for a while and then I went back to try World of Warcraft and I was like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like I'm sure it works when you know how it works, but for a new player, it's taking not advantage fun. of nostalgia and people who have been with you for a very long time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and fantasy. Star you know, Online? I'm sure people will pay for it. But sorry, fantasy star online. Fantasy star online. Yes, so too. Oh uh, yeah, I, the download finished. It was a massive download, so I'm going to try that, and I will report back in our next episode. Yeah, that's made by Sega. Is that the so one that I, I got? Imagine it's quite good. It was. It's it's uh, free to play, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think I downloaded that for a bit, but I then think we didn't play for a while. Well, the catch for free to play means there's probably a cash shop, but I think it's cosmetic. I think it is. Um, and I've wanted to try the Phasmo- Phasmobia, but I haven't even tried that. Uh, I've been playing a ridiculous amount of it. Then you need to play with me at some point because I want to play it. I've been the ghost. Halloween is over. I'm the ghost that he looks for. Actually, so good. I watched one of my friends play it and I was like, why are you guys even getting scared of this? Um, They were genuinely getting scared and like shrieking and things. I played it. It's not even like the horror side of it that bothers me or like that makes me enjoy it. I don't even get scared, to be honest, at any point. Um, it's like very like puzzly okay. in a way you kind of figure out what's going on with your friends and you, it's like a bit of trial and you error. You have to and... use different devices to try and yeah. identify exactly what's going on. Yeah. Alex has watched me play a fair bit as well. Um, 
I'm probably yeah. going to get it at some point. Yeah, you should. I, I mean, it's pretty cheap at the moment. You think I'd well, only heard of it less than a week ago, and I'm already incredibly interested in it. You think it's yeah. going to be like Dead by Daylight, where it's kind of like timeless and people keep playing it? If they release stuff for it, then yes. I agree with that statement. Um, I think if they don't, it's going to fade. Yeah, I mean, I haven't played all the maps yet. So um, me and my friend Sailor were playing it, and basically you've got, like, regular houses um, that you can play. There's, like, four of them, different options. You've then got a high school, which is medium-sized, which, by the way, is, like, massive and like you get lost in there pretty easily it's a pain and then there's one that we've decided not to play yet until we've got like a four like a four man group uh and it's like a prison apparently with a hundred different rooms in it which i imagine will be pretty intense um i'm sorry a hundred my only downfall with that is is so every map has one singular ghost in it, and generally that ghost will limitate itself to one general, quite small area. The problem with the asylum is, as great and all that it's that big, it basically just means you're going to be looking for it for ages until you find it. Realistically, they should put multiple ghosts in, an asylum, in that map yeah. if that is the case. Yeah. That would be horrific. Whether that is the scenario or not, I don't know because I haven't played it. But if they don't do that, I just find it a bit silly. That sounds horrific, though. Imagine having to find and identify all of them. Like, if there's 100 rooms, that could be at least 10 ghosts. I mean, that's crazy. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I never even watched They the could all just be the same type of ghost. It doesn't look super pretty, I will say. The graphics could be better, but the gameplay is good. And yeah. honestly, with how things are today, yeah, there's a lot of pretty games. I don't care. I've seen a lot of pretty games. I want to play a game that feels like I'm playing a good game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will 100% say that is enjoyable. As I said, it doesn't scare me. I don't start crying in a I corner. get a little bit freaked out. I, I don't get That's, super it, horrific. It, it, does, it does have creepy factors in it. I can yeah. gather that. It's just it doesn't but most things don't with me anyway i think i've watched enough horror and so on in my time that i'm just kind of slightly unfazed by it in a way but um as i said even if you're not scared of it um i've been enjoying the hell out of it over the last two days um there's actually a leveling system there is differences in between each one um there's more items you can unlock that make things uh, easier. There is actually a progression system as well. So the levels, as much as they give you more options of items, um, it also makes each map progressively more difficult. So, yeah. Has Miles come to sing us off? Well, I don't know, but Miles looks happy. Be- well, oh, speaking, of, looks- speaking of being you know, so scared that you're crying in a quarter... I was crying outside the door. So. Oh, baby. Well, he looks very at one with himself at the moment. So he, he needed he needed some daddy time. He hasn't had daddy time while we've been recording. Oh. But yeah, Miles yeah. can certainly sign us off. I think that's all we have for today, right? Yeah, I think we're good. We're good. I said, sing us off. Sing us Thank off. You. Yes. Whoa. I don't. I I, I I can't sing so. Miles, not you. Uh, oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not holding Miles up to sing. You should. I should. I think you should have. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you guys uh, enjoyed the podcast, make sure um, to give us a, a thumbs up, uh, especially on uh, on YouTube. Give us a like. Uh, subscribe. Send to us see- an email at podcast or wait podcast at oh my god. Stop. stop it! Stop it! You've already done BT. it wrong. You've already done it wrong. You've already done it wrong. So if you, I did it wrong before I spoke. So if you want to submit a video to be a guest on the podcast, uh, send us an email at podcast at lgbtfam dot org. Um, you can also visit us dot, on dot Discord discord slash lgbtfam. Um. Uh, we're also showing all the other links on social media that you can visit to see LFG interact with us online. We will post updates on the podcast. And like I said, um, at some point, uh, Jay, you actually brought this up, perhaps doing a live stream. 
podcast to them? Yeah, I think live streams could be a good aspect um, for the guests as well. Um, I think our only kind of combat is obviously, as much as I don't mind being up this late, um, trying to record with the um, salmon sperm scientist may be a bit of an issue in terms of time zone. So, I mean, we'll probably be able to pull it off over the weekend and do like a pre-recording or something for the coming week. But um, yeah, that's the only thing we have to kind of work around. I think time zones are tricky, but I'm sure we'll get, uh, we'll get around it. Yeah. We'll get this figured out. It'll be a lot of fun. We, uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. Please give us feedback. Uh, Mars, who will be our, one of our next guests, um, certainly gave me some feedback about turning Alex into a chipmunk last time. Uh, so I won't be doing that again. I'll let, I'll let him share in the actual episode what what his he's got a lot of views he he is very opinionated and i i appreciate that he speaks his mind because um he tells it straight the way that well not necessarily straight he's calling it straight he's calling it by the wrong <laughs> not necessarily straight but you know he, he definitely uh gets his point across but i think that's uh Oh, I got. Yeah, yeah, we're all good. We're all good. Just waiting. For- Thank you for coming to this episode. We will now be playing you off with some of the legendary music of Conway Twitty. That's where you end it. <laughs> At least Alex cringed out enough this time that he left. Yeah, this works. I'm here. I just don't want to be. <laughs> oh, bye.